I'm Christopher Rice. And I'm Eric Shaw Quinn. Looking for a way to support The Dinner Party Show? A percentage of any purchase you make through a buy link on thedinnerpartyshow.com will allow us to keep bringing you the show free of charge. If you're an Amazon customer, head to thedinnerpartyshow.com and click on the Amazon Gold Box located in the lower left-hand corner of every page of our site. Do this, and a percentage of each purchase you make at Amazon during that shopping session will support our continued operation. I'm Christopher Rice. And I'm Eric Shaw Quinn. And now it's time for another episode of The Dinner Party Show. Hi, I'm Chad Hodge, and you're listening to The Dinner Party Show with Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn. I went to a marvelous party. Don't even know the facts. They go with their gut. The only thing your gut cares about is money. Christopher, this is only going to work if we speak one at a time. Fine. You first, Eric. Live. From the Sunset Strip in beautiful West Hollywood, California, it's The Dinner Party Show, the Internet's first live comedy variety show, with your hosts, New York Times best-selling authors, Christopher Rice. No, there's actually a new study that confirms every other child you see on the street is a ghost. <laughs> and Eric Shaw Quinn. I don't want to talk too much, but... Okay, no, no, no. We're going to take up a collection for the stained glass window. Now we want the dirt. Featuring reports from their largely unqualified staff of special correspondents. Sex is like Christmas. It's the not knowing what you're going to get that makes it exciting. New York is a giant trash island infested by has-been theater queens. If we're really serious about cutting federal spending, the biggest waste of public funds I can think of is Congress. Two Two snaps for Jesus! The Dinner Party Show. Everyone gets served. Tonight's live cast is streaming to you live and for free through the dinnerpartyshow.com and our free mobile app. And now, direct from the kitchen by way of the Get out of my office. It's your hosts, Christopher and Eric. I'm Christopher Wright. And I'm Eric Shaw Quinn. And you're listening to The Dinner Party Show's livecast for May 24th, 2015. And tonight, we don't really want to talk about Josh Duggar or his 19 brothers and sisters or his apparently sexually compulsive and totally irresponsible parents or Josh's history of molesting kids younger than himself or his family and his church colluding to cover up. Josh's potential sexually predatory proclivities, or that Mike fucking Huckabee has come in on the pro-sexual predator side in support of Josh and his family, or that TLC has pulled all the episodes of the show about Josh's 21-member family off the air, or even Josh's resignation from the alleged Family Research Council. I mean, what credible research have you seen from this bigoted hate group of closet cases, what we want to talk about is the fact that any group of people like the FRC who come together for the sole purpose of obsessing about sex, and particularly those groups obsessed with 
other people's sexuality seems to qualify, at least to us, as sexual predators or, at the very least, potential sex offenders. I know I'm offended. I'm offended. I'm offended. Many people, maybe people who choose to be members of these sex cults should be required to register with the other sex offenders so that the rest of us can Mm -hmm. be warned about their potential voyeurism Mm -hmm. and stalking of normal people. Mm -hmm. Clearly, we want to keep them and their twisted ideas away from children. At least, that's what we'd like to talk about. Also not being discussed on tonight's show, hot models on Instagram and Twitter who just want us all to be ourselves. Please, beautiful people, we love your beach shots. We do. And your beefcake shots. And your shirtless hike and Runyon Canyon shots. Yeah. And you're just left enough out of the frame to make you think it's a private jet and not the premium economy cabin (laughs) of a Delta 737 shots. That's so cute. But please, for the love of all that is moisturized, stop already with the platitudes about embracing your true self and being exactly who you are and expecting the universe to shower you with fame and fortune in return. (laughs) Don't get us wrong. These are noble thoughts. And when they come from someone who hasn't won the genetic lottery and been treated in a deferential manner by pretty much everyone they've met their entire life, these thoughts are actually pretty inspiring. But they're not actually born out of your experience, and they're distracting us from what we really go to your Instagram profile for. The fantasy that you'll accept us for exactly who we are and have lots and lots of sex with us in return. (laughs) In the meantime, please remember, models, it's not hard to embrace who you really are when everyone else is pretending your shit doesn't stink because they're desperate to grab your Ew. That's, what, that's what we call a properly mixed <laughs> oh metaphor, God. improperly mixed, improper uh. metaphor. So unless you post a shirtless selfie, we're not talking about it or wanking to it. Mm, maybe. All right, no promises. No promises. <laughs> we're just talking about talking, not wanking. <laughs> it's that air, airline porn that gets you every time, isn't it, Christopher? <laughs> right, I love airplane porn. <sighs> Once again, Herman Cain has left us Speechless. Indeed. This past week, the failed Republican presidential candidate and former pizza mogul sent out an email to his registered campaign supporters that links to a video warning that President Obama and Vladimir Putin will bring about the end of days sometime during 2017. According to the prophecy, the warnings based on the calculations of some crackpot biblical scholar forecast the imminent invasion of the U.S. by Russia following a massive EMP bomb. I guess that's a thing (laughs) that would render the U.S. helpless. But for some reason, the Russians would be impervious to the effects. I see. And that's not the crazy part of this story. The truly wacko claim is that if you send Herman and his buds $49.99, they'll send you a kit that will allow you to survive the coming apocalypse. Good, good. Give give some away, these kits. The only thing we can think to say is, one, if you can survive the event with some kit you got for 50 bucks (laughs) off the internet, is this really the apocalypse? I mean, we would think the one thing we don't have to prepare for is the end of the world, mm-hmm. right? Right. If the planet stops spinning, are we really going to need canned goods and clean socks? And two, 
why isn't Herman Cain running for president again? (laughs) 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 It would make it possible for us to listen to all the truly hateful and awful things that the other Republican candidates are saying, like Mike Fuckabee's pro-sexual predator platform. (laughs) If there was someone among them, like Herman, basing his political policies on Sim City and Mm. quoting the Pokemon theme song in his speeches... But that's it. Once again, Herman, you've left us speechless. Not a dinner party without a room full of laughing children. That's right. And tonight we will not be talking. It's all about the kids. Herman and the kids. This fall on the ABC (laughs) family. Replacing the Duggars. Exactly. Herman's kids are counting. All right. They're counting to $49.99, apparently. And tonight we will not be talking about anything reported by TMZ during the past week. Even though, well, here's the deal. Even though TMZ is usually exactly where I end up in search of items for the not report after Eric takes the biggest news story of the week. I'm such a bitch. You really fucking are. (laughs) There's also the weird news section of the Huffington Post. And AP. Which I also won't be talking about. And yes, the weird news section includes that absurd link bait gallery at the bottom full of fake photo bombs where Photoshop snarks. Snarks. (laughs) I knew I wasn't going to get through it. I knew I wasn't going to make it. We knew it. That we knew, we it knew in it. rehearsal. Yeah, Christopher's psychic prediction was that, that wasn't, this wasn't going to work out. And take two, click, click. Where uh, snorkelers are menaced by fake photoshopped great white sharks. And they ha- post. Yay! Yay! I don't, can't reach the kids. But yeah. um, in short, there's a lot of bullshit on the internet we won't be talking about, maybe because there's a lot of bullshit on the internet in general. As for everything else, it's still on the table on tonight's live cast of The Dinner Party Show. Hashtag bullshit free. <laughs> You're listening to The Dinner Party Show with Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn. Enjoy the hors d'oeuvres, but don't fill up. There's plenty more to come. Yay, my homeland, my people. 
have elected to, voted to approve gay marriage. It's the first time a country has approved gay marriage by popular vote, right? I, I think some states have done it, but I, that's the first time a, a, a whole country, particularly that one. I know, right? I'm surprised they all woke up long enough to do it. And these are my people. I'm allowed <laughs> to make fun of the Irish. People literally flew in. I was seeing on the news people, Irish people from all over the world traveled back to Ireland so that they could vote for that's this. That's wonderful. Two to one. That's wonderful. Two to one they voted to, and it was a yes thing. It was about, it was all a positive thing. It was say, vote yes for gay marriage. And then, oh, So it wasn't wow. voting against something. It was voting for something that that's was. Fantastic. Yeah, that's yeah, really, fantastic. Yeah, uh, really an amazing addition to the. Well, <laughs> somebody silenced those kids what rather quickly. Kids? I don't was... know. Tony, Josh Duggar got to those kids or something. Yeah, <laughs> they saw him coming. Yeah, they saw him coming. That's the new thing. Memes of children running going, shit, Josh Duggar's here. Um, <laughs> we went right from a positive into a negative That's because right. this is internet radio. That, and it's the internet. Well, I'm very, 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 very happy for Ireland. Um, I wish we could. No, I don't wish we could vote for stuff that way. I really am glad that Americans cannot vote. For stuff that way, because I think that would be really problematic. Well, actually, that's what the Supreme Court is solving. Like, yeah, because voting for other people to have civil rights is actually a terrible idea. <laughs> it's a really terrible idea. Yeah, no, I don't like, think these people should they, be able to go outside as long as they look like this. Either no, they're civil like, oh, rights or they're not. No, yeah, you absolutely. can't really like. If we wait on the majority to give the minority equal rights. It's going to be a long wait. And I speak from personal experience. <laughs> right, because you're really old. You've been waiting a long time, I've sister. I've really been waiting on this a while. <laughs> well, anyway, fuck all that noise. We're going to talk about summer movies because this is the dinner party show after all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Civil rights, it's all good. It's all Yeah, good. yeah, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. It's, summer's almost here. It's Memorial Day weekend, and so everybody's off to the movies. And We've yeah. already been to see The Avengers. We have been to see The Avengers. We went to the it's Chinese the, theater and saw it in off. IMAX 3D. We saw it in Chinese. We saw it. It was in Chinese. All They make you watch movies at the Chinese theater in Chinese with English subtitles. It's right. one of the new um, international L.A. that we all live in. And, and yeah, you get lo mein instead of popcorn. <laughs> Isn't great? Absolutely. Nothing about what we just said is racist, so don't even go or there. Or true. Or true. It's not true at it's all. It's really spectacular. One of the most, it's a state-of-the-art IMAX theater now, so it's really amazing. I was not, we saw it in something called Laser 3D, yes. which I'm not yes. as crazy about. I didn't think it was. Um, I thought it looked weird and the colors looked kind of washed out. Yeah, it was like colorizing, you said. Yeah. It, yeah, that's exactly what it looked like. Looked it looked colorized. like colorizing. And, and the Chinese blurry. theater has become a place where they experiment with sort of new types of IMAX 3D before Always rolling it out. Always the cutting edge places. stuff. Yeah. And I don't, this this was a fail. Um, I have a, we have a tweet from one Chris Fortner. His Twitter handle is SpaceVision3D, and this is what he has to say about our show tonight. It's been too long since I've listened to hashtag sexy, hashtag sassy, Eric Shaw Quinn, oh. and ho-hum Chris Rice. <laughs> no hashtag? No. Hashtag no, ho-hum Chris no. Rice. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, no. Nope, nope. Just, you got You have a fan in Chris Fortner. Oh, thanks, Chris. And, I've never, uh, I don't know that I've ever been called sexy, sassy Eric Shaw Quinn. That's, uh, I think, uh, yeah, that sounds like a great brand name. Sexy, sexy Eric Shaw Quinn. Right? There's That'll your be... theme song. PJ Karambia, I hope I pronounced that correctly, is sitting with his real grumpy cat headphones on, waiting for the two of us to start talking. Well, that wait is over. We are talking. Yeah, try and shut us up now. I know. So we opened up our party lines. Our party line is always open. I have to stop saying it like that. 323-PEDS-TDPS is where you can call us. 
and leave us a voicemail. We have a lot of messages from our lovely party people about movies that they but can't wait to see. we're always interested in your opinions about everything. This week we're talking about movies, but if there's just something you need to say, you want to get off your chest, call 323-PEZ-TDPS and let us know about it. What are you pointing at me for, And there's also something. It's, it's about saying stuff to us that we get to say on the air in turn. We are still doing our iTunes review. I don't want to call it a contest, but if you leave us a review on iTunes, we will read the funniest and or most clever line from a new review every week. And this week's line is from Jarigari. I don't know how to pronounce that. J-A-Y-R-E-G-R-E-E, all one word. And he wrote, or she wrote, it could be either gender, in all capitals, I love Chris and Eric, which in my opinion is probably one of the most clever lines you can ever include in a review. That, of and we appreciate show. that. It you know, cuts right to the chase. Absolutely. It's simple. Don't have to figure it out. Not unambiguous. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so we have seen, on the topic of summer movies, we have seen The Avengers, but I haven't really seen anything else. Right? I was supposed to go... See um, Mad Max while you were off cavorting with all your romance oh, people yes, in I Dallas would, yeah. with uh, Brian Fuller, and then he was kidnapped by Hannibal. Oh no! Um, and t- t- dragged back to Canada, so I didn't get to see that. Well. While you were away, it didn't seem worth it. Well, Samiko Salson has, I don't believe Samiko has seen Mad Max, but she has some thoughts about Mad Max, which we will, maybe we'll play them right now. Let's see. Where are Samiko's thoughts? Let's see. Let's hit one button, and here we go. She's right here. Hey, it's Samiko Salson. So, yeah, as far as movies go, I want to see the new Avengers movie. I was going to go see it with this dude, but then um, we were too late, so we watched Third Rock from the Sun instead, and he saw it by himself, and he said, it was good, but Ultron wasn't that scary. Ultron wasn't right, so the movie was a little wrong, but not totally. The other movie I want to see is um, Mad Max Fury Road, um, because everyone says it's like really badass, and that it deals with the current political climate, and how their you know, reproductive rights of women are being suppressed and stuff kind of gets to a real extreme in that movie, so, um, you know, I'm actually going to that movie with the dude, too, because I heard it's the new go-to date movie for feminists, like if a guy is a rabid, you know, um, anti-reproductive rights kind of, um, you know, crazed men's rights activist type dude, you can totally scare him off by inviting him to that movie, so. It's or, like a screening technique for women. So, yeah, I'll be seeing that, too. So that's it. Bye. You know, wow, yeah. you put a lot of thought into your movie choices, Samiko. I think yeah. that's great. Like, yeah. I think you should consider all of the political implications before you just go to the movies. But you have those oh. date movies that are, you have those movies that are screening movies. Don't you have those where you know if you show them for someone and somebody has a specific your reaction, you're like, oh, I'm not going to call him if I get in a car wreck. He I might remember there was a friend of mine who said that there was, he met this woman who, and her, she wanted to know your opinion about Dirty Dancing. If you didn't like Dirty Dancing, she didn't want anything to do with you. I don't know what uh, about Dirty Dancing. Yeah, right. That her. would be my question. What is it in Dirty Dancing like? I, I don't know. If you, if you like kids making all sorts of trouble at Catskills Resorts, I am not down with you, Mister. I don't know. I yeah. like my Catskills Resorts peaceful and tranquil with no loud music and dancing. I, that's I. You know, I think a good date movie is a good date movie. I'm not sure. I would think about. 
Mad Max is really a, a date movie. I, and I thought Ultron was I funnier Ultron. than he was scary, but it was still pretty great. He's a giant flying robot. I thought he was pretty fucking scary. And there are like 6,000 of him by the end of the movie. I'm not yeah. giving anything away. I think this is a case of the Ultron of the comic book not quite measuring up to the Ultron of the movie uh, version. That's my guess, but I don't know I didn't the Ultron know Ultron was about the comic book. I, I'm really... There's a lot to read, and I didn't get around to comic books, I gotta say. And Sorry. we have or, a... Graphic novels or pretty much any of that. And we have a lot more messages from our party people tonight And You're the Guest Summer Movie Favorites Edition. We're going to be talking about summer movies, and we thought since we were doing that, we would revive an old series that we used to have here on the Dinner Party Show called World's Worst Pitch Meeting. Do you remember World's Worst Pitch Meeting? Our show isn't actually that old. It's very old. We've been on the air for two whole... It feels like we've been here for 15 years. Well, now that, that I won't argue with. Yeah, absolutely. So I think... I love World's Worst Pitch Meeting. I know, and I think the contestant, if you will, or let's say the subject, since it's not really a game, is a familiar voice here on the Dinner Party oh, Show. okay. Yeah. Great. All right, let's see. You're listening to The Dinner Party Show with Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn, where the soup is hot, but the heads are hotter. Okay, guys. Come on in. You must be... Jordan Ampersand. Right, the guy who landed the big Anne Rice interview for that new internet radio show. Who's Anne Rice? Um, you're going to interview her on the dinner party show, aren't you? I hope you are. That's actually the only thing that got you this meeting. Oh, that. No, that's Christopher's mom. She wrote Twilight. <laughs> Tragic. 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 <laughs> All right, well... Who's your uh, little friend here? That's my bestie, Fitzpatrick. He's also my collaborator on my amazing movie idea that I'm here to talk about today. Mm, he's also uh, turning my desk lamp over and putting some kind of bearskin cap over it. Can he stop that, please? Well, actually, no, he can't. Because, see, actually, that's not a bearskin cap. That's a grocery bag covered in yak hair, which he says stabilizes my energy fields. See, Fitzpatrick is also my design director, which means he reconfigures any space I'm going to be in for longer than an hour. Mm -hmm. You should have seen what he was able to do at the free clinic. Tell him to sit down or the meeting's over. Fitzpatrick, maybe not with the glow stick sculpture of Diana Ross right now. <laughs> Will ocean zebras be Joining us in the snow? Is he high? Always. Anyway, we are here because you are a big deal producer who makes movies that tons of people want to see. So you should totally make my movie because tons of people are going to want to see it. Well, a little confidence is always a good thing. Seriously, ask anyone. I'm amazing. And the guy who's chewing on my sofa right now? I don't taste dignity, just fire lemons in the hair of a xylophone. Haha, <laughs> I think he's making a casting couch joke. I think he's... Thrilling. As you can see, he's the eccentric side of our collaboration. And what side are you? The fun and fabulous side. Now, do you want to hear our movie idea or not? The sooner the better, kid. Okay, so there's this fun and fabulous guy who lives in West Hollywood. Mm -hmm. Everyone either loves him or wants to be him, and they're like, oh my God, you should get a blog, but you can't spell. So anyway, he gets a job at this totally cool fashion boutique on Melrose, only it's owned by a total cunt. All right, let's watch the language. Sorry, it's owned by a total twat. Let's stop demeaning women in our pitch, okay? Whatever. I'm allowed to say shitty things about women. I'm practically a girl. Not in my office. Um, yeah, no, I am like everywhere I go. Pitch your movie in the next 30 seconds where I'm throwing you and your sofa-munching friend 
out of the office. Okay, fine, big ball. So the totally not nice woman who owns the boutique fires our amazing hero for, like, no reason, but she alleges that there was some kind of shenanigans with the mannequins after hours that supposedly oh. the hero was involved in, but the hero insists that there are other ways all the store mannequins got made up weird and rearranged, besides one employee's totally fun recreations of scenes from Mannequin 2 on the move with Christy Swanson and Meshack Taylor. I see. So he's fired, and she doesn't care, and she doesn't listen, and she's like, nobody should have made a sequel to Mannequin anyway because the first one was stupid, so whatever. So he's like, I've had enough, and he leaves, and she's all like, I'm glad you're leaving because I fired you like 30 minutes ago, so there. Okay, so what happens in this movie is an idiot gets fired. No, that's just the first part. The second part is where Fitzpatrick comes in. Are you ready, Fitzpatrick? Yes. Then go. Then the Dog Kings will Open the curtain, women, and the dancing jewels will fall tumbly tumbly all over the elephant square dancers and their Sasquatch overlords. The end. Oh, fuck me. We're open to that, too, if it gets us greenlit. But isn't it fun that we already have the title? There was a title in there. Yes. Shenanigans with mannequins. Like all good movies, it begins with what happened to me, and then the second half is just like, who gives a shit? Let's animate it like Pixar. Yeah, I seem to remember Argo being just like that. Oh, my God. Argo sucked. It was two hours of people walking quickly and answering phones. Our movie has mannequins and elephant square dancers. Yeah. What exactly are elephant square dancers? Fitzpatrick, jump in here. Oh. Oh, oh, shh, he's sleeping. He's not sleeping. How do you know? Because if he was sleeping, he would be breathing. Fitzpatrick, you totally overdosed in our pitch meeting. This isn't cool. Um, By any chance, do you have a wheelchair and an EpiPen? No, but we've got a great security guard. I'm calling him right now. Thank you. Ask them if they can bring a town car and not an SUV. Uh, this is a little intense for me. A deranged drug addict just died in my office during the worst pitch I've ever heard. Join the club. What? Like he's the first drug addict you've ever met in Hollywood? Are you a dragon? Fitzpatrick, you're better. I think our pitch went awesome. What are you doing here? I don't know. They met unexpectedly. Paper or plastic? Uh, I don't know. She had a decision to make. How do I get to Man's Chinese Theater from here? I don't know. He needed help to find his way. Do you mind if I steal a sandwich? Do you mind if I call the police? Uh, I... I don't know. What do these people have to do with each other? Really? Is that the kind of moviegoer you are? Do you need answers? A story? A plot? Some idea of who the characters are and what they're talking about? Well, maybe you're not cool enough for this film. Do you know where we are? I don't, know. From the director of Vague, Pointless, and the Sundance WTF Jury Prize winner, Endless, comes the latest in his meandering over oblique. Is this man's Chinese theater? I, I don't know. That, that'll be 3250. Exit curbside, please. Oblique. 37 completely unconnected people wandering the streets, shops, and kitchens of Los Angeles. They've never met. They're not going to meet. They have nothing to do with each other. Do I know you? I... I don't... know. 
If you don't need answers, but you're looking for a really pretentious way to kill an afternoon that'll sound good at hipster cocktail parties, Oblique. Now playing at three really smelly art house theaters nationwide. Do you have a ticket? I... I don't... No. You, you don't? Oblique. The film critics called opaque, but since we clearly don't even know what oblique means, we thought opaque might be a good thing, so we used it in this trailer. Shouldn't you see it? I don't know. You're listening to The Dinner Party Show with Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn. Let's dish. Welcome back to The Dinner Party Show. I'm Christopher Rice. And I'm Eric Shaw Quinn. And we are talking about favorite everything tonight. We asked you to call into the party line and tell us which movies, which summer movies have been your favorites or which ones you are most looking forward to this summer. But... If you are subscribed to our mailing list, which we absolutely hope that you are, you just received our latest round of Christopher and Eric's favorites, which are product recommendations that we make, which are genuine and heartfelt and not the result of any paid promotional endorsement. Although, and although we would be open to the idea, if, if anybody Tesla wants to pay us, yeah, wants Tesla wants to, to send give us, us some cars, cars, yeah, that would be fine. No, and if you follow the links in this email, or if you use any of the links that you find at thedinnerpartyshow.com, we will finally be able to afford Eric's shoe and chocolate budget here right? at the Dinner Party Which Show. Which is really, I mean, we continue to have to. The World Bank has become involved. I mean, really, the Iron my Bank, ironic, the Iron the Bank, Iron and the bank, World Bank, yes, financing my ironic shoe choices. But yeah, there's new. Favorites coming out. What was New your favorites? Well, I your will say um, favorite favorite. A few months ago, I was at a conference called Coastal Magic in Daytona Beach, Florida, and then a writer that I didn't know incredibly well, but I had some experience with, and I knew her reputation. Terry Michaels. We were sitting in the hotel bar, and I was asking her about her latest project, and she said, "Basically, I wrote Gay Batman," and every little bu- every little button and nerve ending in my body went became like that thing from Guardians of the Galaxy, the plant, the growing plant thing. And I said, okay. Groot? Groot. I, I became Groot. A giant Groot that had to read Gay Batman. Um, the book is called Who Knows the Storm? It's the Vigilante book one. Uh-huh. I downloaded it that evening, and I literally, like, I had to stop reading it to go do literarily, my conference thing. Literarily, literally. It's beautifully written. It's got a lot of edge and angst to it, which uh-huh. I love. It's not, it's not sort of like, it's not the sort of softer side of romance, if you uh-huh. will, but it's a great love story. I just, and the dynamic between the vigilante hero and the young, let's call him a courtesan who has to track him down is oh. just, if it's like, it is the superhero What's romance. It who knows the storm? Oh. And I read that is one of my recommendations. Well, that sounds favorites. really hot. Yes, it's very, very good. That sounds wonderful. What about you? What did you recommend? Well, you know, I picked, obviously, we tried to do, we tried to do several things, but I, I have to say the thing that I've been, um, enjoying the most recently is I for my birthday this year I got uh, from you in fact oh really an Amazon Fire it's a connection to the television that sort of coordinates the internet and all of my streaming services my Amazon Prime my Netflix mm-hmm. and whatever mm-hmm. with um, the TV system in the in the the living room the viewing room the viewing room. also known as the living room also known as the only really room in my house <laughs> um, anyway. Uh, it, I love it. Like yeah. recently, I've discovered a whole bunch of Agatha Christie Miss Marples that I 
either it's been long enough since I saw them that I don't remember mm-hmm. seeing them before, or I actually, which seems improbable, but maybe it's, it's very, true. It's very improbable it, that, that you missed that I a Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel. It no. seems really unlikely. But anyway, you so, eat and breathe, Miss Marvel. You do totally. Um, all of my British cozy mysteries are all. I'm all about that. So it's hard to believe. But in, in any case, I've been enjoying them, and it's because of the fire. I've right. been. Re, it's 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 an amazing sort of uh, device, and and it's it. Ultimately, not that expensive, and no. there's even a lower cost version than the one I have. If you can USB them, plug them, but it really just connects your television to the internet so that you can coordinate all of those. Well, if you had, a, if you and, used to have a TiVo or streaming devices, and you wanted to send Amazon stuff to your TV, it used to be kind of an elaborate process. So it's not anymore. If you have this device, no. people who are familiar with Apple TV, this is the Amazon version of Apple TV. It is basically a, it's a set top so, box that yeah. Amazon makes, and it's yeah. so easy to work with. And I really have enjoyed it. And um, so I picked that as one of my favorites. Great. And and I would point out about all of the favorites as well as all of the products on the Dinner Party Show. If you click through from the links on mm-hmm. the Dinner party show pages and then make either that a purchase of that or whatever you then buy while you're shopping on Amazon or at Barnes and Noble or on iTunes or any of the other affiliate links on our pages uh, a small percentage of your purchase uh, helps to fund the dinner party show it doesn't cost you any extra no and it, it doesn't help support you know my um, ironic shoe budget and the fine programming that uh, you've come to expect absolutely for free here at the dinner party show so absolutely. they are our favorites and uh, we appreciate your support we do we do we do but now let's go to the party line to find out what movies our party people are most excited about this summer let's hear what William Matson has to say Yes, William Madison, and just saying I'm looking forward to Jurassic World. Yes. Debating on the new Mad Max, but at my age, Mel Gibson will always be the Mad Max, so I'm just not sure about it. Got a question for Christopher. What? How were the dark rail tracks a shortcut to dinner the other night? Okay, you know what? Eric, I thought you were supposed <laughs> to keep him under control. Later. This is some bullshit. Uh, okay, here's what happened. I think happened. you should tell the here's story. Here's what happened. part of Christopher's uh, romantic times antics yeah, in yeah, Dallas. Yeah, yeah. So they almost got him arrested. I not or almost got me killed. Almost got me and Lexi Blake, who was on this show several weeks ago, killed. Uh, she said we were going to dinner. We were leaving the Hyatt Regency in downtown Dallas, and we had to drive wherever we went because the hotel's kind of isolated. And she said, "I want you to drive." And I was like, "Oh, okay, it's weird." She's local. She lives in uh-huh. North Texas, just outside Dallas, and. And another writer, Liliana Hart, who's also in Dark Nights, who will be on our show, she was like, yeah, I used to live here. I don't want to drive downtown either. She was like, and I'm in my head, I'm like, these crazy women folk all afraid of driving in the big city. What's it? Down to Dallas isn't that big a city. I've driven, I drive in Los Angeles, for fuck's sake. Uh-huh. So I take the car keys, and she's got her whatever GPS ways going on, and she's giving me it's... directions. And she says, uh, you know, take a right up here. And so I, the street looks a little odd, but I take the right and anyway and I'm, I'm like so is the restaurant up here and I hear a silence from the passenger seat and she goes we're actually on train tracks and I was like wait what and I look down and I'm on the dart rail tracks there's a there's a like a above ground subway and the street they travel at street level and I go well what do I do and she goes get off the train tracks <laughs> so I was like I turn, I take the next right, and apparently everybody was staring at us, but I think Is she was like just... like an alley or something? It's or a you're, street. W- you're hemmed in, you can't ex- just pull over? Or? It was like a block long. Uh-huh. So until the block was over, I couldn't turn. Jesus. So 
And then I thought, wow, that was whatever. It's probably some puttery little, you know, whatever. And then later that night when we were driving home, I saw them flying down the stretch of track that we would have been on one in either direction. And if that had happened, sayonara. Like we would have just been, I don't know what. (laughs) I don't know what. So that's what you get for thinking that, you know, these, quote, women folk don't know how to drive in the big city. But I'm a terrible driver. You are a terrible driver. (laughs) Nothing about that story changes the fact that you're a terrible driver. And it never will. I'm just, okay. I was just saying, maybe, you know, like... Um, incompetence loves company. Okay, you know what? <laughs> That's true. Welcome to the Incompetence Show with Christopher Eisen and Eric Shaw Quinn. We can't drive at all. Let's see what Duncan from Orange County has to think about Absolutely. summer movies. My dear friend Duncan, which ones is he going hey to Hey boys, see? it's Duncan from Hi, Duncan. Orange County calling to discuss interesting movies coming up for this summer. The big summer blockbusters. Obviously, most excited for Human Centipede, which what? comes out uh, end of May. Oh my uh, God. Really can't wait to watch that again. It's really? a real, uh, a real jaw dropper. Uh, and uh, Jurassic World, which is yes. coming out in the next couple of months. Um, oh. Most excited to see Michelle Bachman in her breakout role as the rampant, crazy dinosaur. <laughs> so those are my thoughts. She's what got are yours? the eyes for it. Totally see that. That's there's a bunch of children booing the Human Centipede three. Yeah, I think, I think Duncan is fucking with us on the Human I, Centipede. I don't know. I have no idea if he's serious about that or not. I'll have to ask him the next time I talk to him. But that's that's so disgusting. It's really, really, really disgusting. That's the one where they like sew people's heads up other people's yeah, butts. Yeah, and, or and something. this one it's takes so... the it takes place in a prison. Like a prison guy has had it, so because he turns prison's everyone not into bad a, enough. But he turns everyone into a human centipede. Like, yeah, because that improves prison. <laughs> I know. Where I go, Where's the movie going to go once the human centipede is made? It's like, out well, the, we made our human centipede. Let's go out to the yard, <laughs> walk around. It's a human centipede. But yeah, again. I'm telling you, Chris. Uh, um, I, I'm all about Jurassic World. Yeah, Isn't that what you were talking about? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I'm all about it. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was <laughs> going to have... What are you all about there, Christopher? <laughs> you were hesitating, so I had to fill in for you. I yeah. was trying to remember Chris's last name. Chris actually. Pratt, Chris your close Pratt's personal friend, name, yes. Chris Pratt. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's, yeah, absolutely. He's kind of, He was talking about how, for a long time, with being with his, his wife, that... He was, they were, the photographers were like, yeah, who are you? Are you anybody? Could you, could you step back out of the way or whatever? And now, you know, she was on the other foot. Yeah, Uh right, right, right. Absolutely. Well, okay. So that the hotness factor for Jurassic World is going to get you in. The dinosaur factor. I love creature pictures. I love creature pictures. And I think, I thought Godzilla was a massive disappointment that was tailor made to, Please, a small cadre of blogging fanboys, including our sound designer, Brandon Griffith, who goes on about the mise-en-scene of the otherwise dry and boring monster sequences. Well, the monster sequences all happened off stage. I know. It was the weirdest monster movie I've ever seen. Like, over there, something terrifying is happening. You should see it. (laughs) We're not actually going to show it to you, but wow, it's really scary over there. It's a delayed orgasm monster movie. He's a king. (laughs) And a god. He's a god. You said in the theater, there's a Ken Watanabe is being all serious. He's like, we call him this because he is like a god. And then there's a silence, and Eric goes, and a Zilla. <laughs> because somebody had to say it. Somebody indeed. And that's somebody. how it was naturally me. Absolutely. So creature pictures are big. Yeah, and this is like every creature in Kingdom Come. I'm telling you. I mean, it's all hell breaking Kingdom loose. Come Back. I, I have to say, and I don't want to, spoiler <laughs> it's alert. Kingdom Come Back. Spoiler alert, spoiler alert. I don't think anyone mentioned the movie that I am probably the most excited for, which comes out in a week and 
Very few people are talking about it. It's San Andreas with The Rock. Oh, yeah. I love <laughs> yeah, The wait, Rock. They're gonna... It's not IMAX, though, which is bullshit and a hate crime against California. I, I don't know about a hate crime, but it, it seems it's a like hate crime. a grievous miscalculation. It's not in IMAX. You know that you can wait for the end of the trailer now and they flash up what it's going to be in real 3D, you know, butt moving 3D or whatever, animals yeah. involved 3D. And then IMAX, the logo is usually in that cluster of stuff. And San Andreas is not going to be in IMAX. So if we start our letter writing campaign now, party people, we can <laughs> it will have no effect <laughs> will have on next week's movie releases. <laughs> None whatsoever. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's hear what Jillian from Read Love Blog had to say about summer movie. Okay. Hello, gentlemen. Jillian here with my gentlemen. two movies that I'm dying Fancy. to see this like summer. Um, one is Sinister 2 because... Really, you just gotta love a scary movie, and of course, Magic Mike XXL. Oh. Oh, because go. really, pecs and grinding is just what every gal needs. A- and Have a great show. And quite a few guys. And quite a few guys. Ten percent of guys. Ten percent of guys need those pecs <laughs> and grinding too. I, are you excited for uh, Magic Mike XL? We have two minutes left. Well, so you may want to. I hold have your to. Thoughts. I have to say, I I am guardedly excited. Like I actually thought. That I while I liked Magic Mike, I own a copy. I own my own copy of Magic mm-hmm. Mike. I thought it was kind of a cheat. Yeah. Like I thought that they really skimped on the sexy, dirty dancing part of the movie, and I thought it was weird and unrealistic that none of the strippers were gay. I just think that's yeah. weird. It's like when they make movies about gigolos where it's all all of their clients are women and I yeah, think right. that seems really unlikely like I'm sure there's a market for that and women who want to have that sort of powerful sort of thing but I don't think women probably for the most part really need unless they want to pay for it to pay for it yeah we're going to take a short break and I have plenty to say about Magic but Mike as that's well that's sad you know like I'm, I'm excited com- for the sequel I'm not complaining but I'll tell you after the break why I'm excited for the sequel okay we'll be back here very shortly on the dinner party show I'm Christopher Rice. And I'm Eric Shaw Quinn. The internet is full of people talking about stuff they hate. So on the dinnerpartyshow.com, we've decided to launch a new feature that's all about stuff we love. That's right. It's called Christopher and Eric's Favorites. Each month, we'll recommend a variety of products we just can't live without so that you can enjoy them, too. You can visit Christopher and Eric's favorites at thedinnerpartyshow.com, and that's where you can also sign up for our newsletter and be the first to know when new favorites are added to the site. And remember, if you use any of the buy links on thedinnerpartyshow.com, a percentage of your purchase will help support the operation of the show. Tired of dining alone? Enjoy the dinner party show with friends. Like us on Facebook and become one of our party people. Then, during our live shows on Sundays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, you can join the conversation and post questions for Christopher, Eric, and their guests. During the week, drop in for tasty side dishes, show updates, and fun with the other party people. The Dinner Party Show. You are the life of our party.
You're listening to The Dinner Party Show with Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn, where dessert is the most important meal of the day. Welcome back to The Dinner Party Show. I'm Christopher Rice. And I'm Eric Shaw Quinn. We're talking about favorite summer movies, most anticipated summer movies, and we're taking your voicemails from our party line, which is always open at 323-PEZ-TDPS. We were talking about Magic Mike XLXL. You had some feelings about it. I have some feelings about it. I thought that, excuse me, I just hit the thing with a pen. I thought that Steven Soderbergh turned it into his serious stripper movie. Right. And I think the sequel has the potential to be the not serious stripper movie. That would movie. be really great by me. That's what I'm wanting. Also, the moral, if you will, of the first one was a little weird because it was like Channing Tatum's life was limited by being a stripper. Channing Tatum is Channing Tatum today in part because he started as a stripper as a in stripper, Miami. Yes. And he's and one he's, of the biggest movie stars great. in the world. Yeah. So maybe less moralizing about sex adjacent and work. And more stripping. And more stripping. Way more and stripping. a gay thing. And that, I think that just would be more realistic. Like, it doesn't, it's not essential, but I wouldn't mind it. Okay, I think we have another caller. I think Kenna called in talking oh, yeah? about Magic Mike. Oh. Hi, guys. It's Kenna from the Naughty Book Club. Naughty We're going to talk yeah. about summer movies. You have to mention the Avengers because, mm. hi, have you seen them? I've seen them three times already, and we'll probably go back for one or two oh more before God. the summer's over. Have a good one, guys. Bye. She's Thanks, their biggest Kenna. fan. Yeah, yeah they yeah, look yeah. good in those tights, too. She didn't talk about Magic Mike. She just talked about the Avengers. I guess because I... You made that up. I stereotyped on the basis of the fact that she okay. and I are both members of Naughty Book Club. I think before we go any further, mm -hmm. there is something, there's a correction that, that we need to make. I don't know how big a correction this is because I'm an asshole, but listen... <laughs> I'm being told by I'm Brandon Griffith. I'm not sure that Griffith, that limits how big a correction this is. I'm being told by Brandon Griffith, who I think is probably angry because I trashed his like of Godzilla a few minutes ago, that San Andreas actually is going to be playing in IMAX at um, the TCL Chinese Theater, formerly Grauman's Chinese Theater. And that is where Eric Quinn and I are going to be see it. But I think our listeners around the world and across the country, at least, are not going to have the option of seeing it in IMAX. I don't know. Check your local listings, because clearly I don't know what I'm fucking talking about. And it'll still be <laughs> San Andreas and The Rock. Like, how bad <laughs> can it really be? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Who's, who let Jordan in here? What is Jordan doing? Uh, okay, so um, I just think I just typified how not to do a retraction on the air. I'm not, I don't really think I'm wrong about this, but maybe well, I am. I, the I person think, who told me I'm wrong is I being think a you dick. qualified to be a Republican senator <laughs> <laughs> with that retraction. I've always wanted that. That's the way they like to apologize. Yeah. By impugning other people and not really admitting that they did anything wrong. Absolutely. I think that's always the way to go. All right. I think we've got a voicemail on the party line from a new listener. Oh, welcome aboard. Hey, Chris. Hey, Eric. Uh, Alex here, a longtime Alex. reader, new listener, and longtime Twitter follower. Uh, the movie I'm most looking forward to is Amy Schumer's Trainwreck. Hmm. I love how Judd Apatow jumped in and directed it because he didn't want the studio to mess around with Amy's vision for the movie. Hmm. And the movie I'm least looking forward to is Eli Roth's Knock Knock, which is probably going to look like torture porn anyway. And I'm so sick of the male gazy, weirdy mm -hmm. uh, horror movies that are still out there that nobody's watching but costs nothing. But so everybody who watches it, you know, it makes money anyway. So I'm sick of that. So... Here's the summer of Amy Schumer. 
The Summer of Amy Schumer. I will say that I did read a review of Knock Knock, and apparently it is it, the reviewer for Variety, at least, praised it for not being torture porn. They said Eli Roth, for the first time, does not use gore to try to scare people. But it looks like a silly little horror movie. Yeah. like th- Those are never really on my list. Yeah. I always like... They seem like they would be fun to be in, but like to make, but I, I, I never enjoy seeing them as much because you know that it's just Cairo syrup and... Yeah. A, foam rubber or whatever it is they've made all the, the creepy stuff out of. What are you most looking forward to seeing? Well, I was going to ask you what, oh, well, probably San Andreas, if yeah. I have to admit it. I just love disaster movies. When I was a child, I loved all the early oh, yeah. disaster movies. And they weren't, they were about the sort of cheesy costumes and the male, male arrogance once again defeated by nature and natural circumstances. But I wanted to ask you, what do you think of Amy Schumer? I actually am an Amy Schumer fan. But... I think she's such a riot. But like, this... sometimes she gets a little raunchy for me, but I think that's kind of where comedy is right now. Yeah. But I think she has a sort of, like, boundaryless, limitless sort of quality to her comedy. She's... Mm-hmm. Um, she. Like, the sort of person who could have chipped fingernail polish and be a mess and not really care. Like, it's about her being vulnerable. Yeah. As right. A, as a self-deprecating. Yeah, totally yeah. self-deprecating. It's never about trashing other people. It's about her trashing herself. And I really, I, I've always, I liked that Joan Rivers better than the one, the later years Joan Rivers where it was all The attacking, fashion police Joan Attacking Rivers. other yeah, people. Right. I loved Joan when she first came out. And Roseanne, when they were all about making fun of themselves. Right, right. I agree. And I think there, I will say I've noticed a difference between the Amy Schumer in the previews of this movie where I guess the point of the movie is that she's basically like a man, for lack of a better description. She's just all about promiscuity and being drunk and waking up where she doesn't know. But the Amy Schumer that I saw on Ellen a few weeks ago was the self-deprecating Amy that you're talking about. She says she doesn't like hanging out in Los Angeles because her arms register as legs. (laughs) And Ellen said, well, what do you do when you're in L.A.? And she said, I cry. I just cry (laughs) is what I do. And that was very funny. Yeah. 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 So anyway, I'm excited for the movie, too, and we'll see. Uh, But what are you most excited for movie-wise? Well, you know, I have to say that probably the most excitement that I have is for um, Man From U.N.C.L.E. Oh, yes. Your boy, Henry. It's Henry Cavill, and it's also Army Hammer. Mm -hmm. And uh, maybe even more than both of them, and you know what that, how big a, Apex that is is it's Guy Ritchie. Oh like, yeah. So love Guy Ritchie, so love his work and so I'm really excited about that and Mr. Holmes. Also mm-hmm. the director. I I mean obviously the Bill Condon is the yeah, director Bill of that Condon, movie. His but, partner Jack yeah. Morrissey is a frequent dinner party show guest. On recently and but yeah, I'm really those are those look really great to me and I watched a trailer. I posted some trailers from the New York Times um they're, everybody's doing it. The New York Times is we started a trend. They're doing their summer previews as well. But there was a uh, yes, you, there was a, thing called, uh, a film called Love and Mercy that looks mm. like it's a it's kind of a biopic about. Um, it's biopic. No, I'm it's, just kidding. I love to say it. it pisses you off when I say biopic. It doesn't piss me off. It just sounds so funny to me. It's like it's like you take a, a acidophilus when you're taking right. antibiotics. It's, it's a cetophilus. Uh, anyway, but it's about. Um, Brian Wilson. It's about the Beach Boys. It's about um, mm. that sort of. So it's sort of a biopic, but it also seems to be where it's Elizabeth Banks, who I quite love, um, and uh, oh, uh, Cusack, John Cusack. Okay, cool. Plays a later version. So there's like two different um, uh, 
aspects of the of the character. But I, I was quite surprised. I saw the trailer and was un, uh, something I hadn't heard of. But Man from Uncle. Okay. I, I, we saw the, the we saw the trailer in the movie theater and I wanted to see it. You right did. It was like minutes. an Eric Shawquin mansplosion. Like Guy I want to Ritchie. See that movie right now. I love Guy Ritchie. All right, we have one message left from the party line for our summer movie favorite show, and this one is from Talitha Wagner. Ah, uh, Cookie Fiend. Hi, boys. This is Talitha. So I want to call in and talk to you guys about all these movies coming out. First of all, <laughs> I was looking at this list, and I'm just thinking 1989. Because we have Mad Max, Drastic World, <laughs> Terminator, Star Wars, Poltergeist, <laughs> all so from good. the 80s, and they're right. all coming back. And then I'm seeing these little girls that are like 18 to 20-year-old girls walking around with leg warmers and spandex. And I'm like, oh, my God, <laughs> that's what I used to wear. So, anyways, um, there were some other movies um that brought to my attention was Magic Mike mm-hmm. uh, XXL. I don't oh, know yeah. if you guys knew that Magic Mike was coming back out with a movie oh, yeah. that had Matt Boomer in it. Boomer. So I thought that was interesting. So you guys might want to check that movie yeah. out. But then we have Mission Impossible 5. Oh, I didn't probably, know that was coming out this summer. Know, they're going to go on to probably number 15 <laughs> sooner or later. Oh, yeah. So... Oh, an ex machina. It's like a machine that some guy yeah. has sex with. Ex-Machina, I don't know. Yeah. These movies are just crazy. So that's my update. I think it's already movies. out. I hope you guys have a great Memorial Day weekend. Bye. Yeah, I think Ex Machina is, is, well, at least it's been out here. We have to remember, Eric Shawquin, that stuff comes out here in the beautiful city of Angels long before it comes out yeah, anywhere else. so lucky. <laughs> Some of it only comes out here, and then it <laughs> dies right here. That smell <laughs> is the movies that die right here, right around the corner. Yeah, that uh, that Terminator movie does look amazing. It does look it looks good. amazing. Another movie our sound designer has been hating on, the Terminator movie. Really? Which I, I think it looks good. I don't know. We're getting faces through the control booth. Yeah, window. we're faces getting the, and, eh, We're getting yeah. a man. Yeah, we're getting but anyway, um, well, I think we covered everything. But I think the undisputed winner among our party people has got to be the next Magic Mike movie. Everybody, wants I, to I see think it. everybody's got high hopes for it. Like I, I hope that they will be, as as you say, I hope it will be less um, serious. Yeah, uh, I really want to be a furniture. It's really going to be right. Yeah. What I really want to do is design furniture. But for yeah. now, I'm going to. Shake my money maker. Yeah, yeah, right, absolutely. Um, yeah, like I just wanted more money maker shaking and less. Just shake your money maker. Yeah, and yeah. less angsting about Enjoy it. Enjoy shaking your money maker. Right. That Live is the platitude we like to repeat over and over again absolutely. Here on the dinner party show. Uh, let's remind people that if you leave us a review on iTunes, we will read the most clever line from it. If we would prefer if you made it a good review, but we don't want to incent good reviews. <laughs> no, in fact, if it's just funny, we'll still read it. <laughs> we'll actually read lines from sh- good shitty yeah. reviews. We should not have said that. Well, look, that Chris Fortner, your secret admirer, is going to go write something shitty. Yeah, that'll be that'll be fine. Like I once had a book come out, and one of the other editors found it on. Um, uh, the, the the printer in the building and she started reading it and when my editor actually got there she looked at it and went well this doesn't suck and ah! I thought oh let's put that on the jacket <laughs> this doesn't, doesn't suck, suck. Uh, speaking of compliments for the dinner party show before I remind listeners that Brian Fuller will be joining us again next week oh my god and I he's joining us next forever. week because we're going to be doing several shows to celebrate the launch of the third season of NBC's Hannibal absolutely Hannibalism it's going to be a whole month of Hannibalism it is here on the dinner party show oh. Brian is going to come back and back and he's promised to bring surprise guests and we'll keep you posted but yeah so if you're if you're a fanable Mm -hmm. um, get your questions
questions in for Brian for uh, for next week, uh, either at uh, three two three Pez TDPS or post them on the Facebook fan page for Absolutely. the dinner party show. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, and Brian will be answering those live on the air. He'll be back from the wilds of Canada and uh, have all of the inside dirt on the launch. It's coming. I think it premieres on the fourth of June, so it'll be in advance behind mm-hmm. the scenes and sneak peeks. And Brian is terrible with spoilers. I have to caution. Well, him. he might not be that way about his own show. Uh, I bet. He loves spoilers about other things. Yes. Like he says he tries to deconstruct the trailer and figure out like what the twists are going to be. <laughs> He's so great. Which isn't that hard to do because they put the whole movie in the trailer. Now. I know. So I almost hate to watch trailers anymore. I'll go and see the movie and it's like, that was the last scene. I saw it in the trailer and God knows if it's a comedy. But, every funny line in the whole movie is going to be in the trailer. And, but they're saying that the attempts to be very secretive about movies are backfiring and they're saying apparently Tomorrowland debuted with a very weak opening weekend. It's number one but it made about $30 million. Did you see that they put like a 15 minute preview trailer on television like of that the entire sequence oh, really? of her going to his house and getting transported We saw that to at the Avengers. Tomorrowland. Yeah. That was, did you see that on television too? Did I see it on television? I th- did I they see showed it at the, it at the head of the Avengers. It was at the yeah. Avengers. It was You're great. You're getting confused. You need me around. It's a good thing I'm around. I know <laughs> I'm that you really- I'm getting confused. This just ends. You really drive the says. show but if I weren't here Chris, I've been see, con- Chris Fortner if I let him do the show alone he'd, just, he'd be talking about astrophysics by now. He'd just Hashtag be all over confused. The place. I am Hashtag confused. I've been confused right along. Well, party people, thanks for joining us again for our first live show in two weeks. Right. It's great to have you back, Christopher. It's good to be glad back. Glad you survived driving on the train tracks in Dallas. I'm and glad, As well yeah. as all your crazy romance It people. was very fun. I gave out a lot of swag. Charity Hendry loved the nickname that you gave her, Swag Hag. She didn't quit, as I thought she might when she heard that. Or fly to Los Angeles she to kill me. She listened to the show because glad of it. Glad you were a good sport because it wasn't really, It was. I just thought it was perfect. And she said, after listening to the show, because somebody had told her she was mentioned on the show, she said, no offense. You're really good, but that Eric is very funny. <laughs> so it's a night when of I'm Eric. All confused. It's a night of Eric. Sexy, sassy, and very show. funny. I'm Christopher Ryan, and I'm Eric Shaw Quinn, and you've been listening to the Dinner Party Show. Thanks. I've been to a marvelous party.